G'day, I'm Barry Green. Thanks for joining me on Conversations on Radio WA 87.6 FM in East Perth and Western Tourist Radio in the southwest of Western Australia. My next guest was named by James Halliday as the winemaker of the year for 2020, Vanya Cullen. G'day, Vanya. Hi, Barry. Congratulations on your award. And as an organic slash biodynamic uh, vineyard, that's quite an achievement. And I guess uh, there's limited understanding of organic and biodynamic and increasingly reference to regenerative agriculture. Do you want to talk a bit about that and maybe explain to people who, who don't get the difference? Yeah, I know it was a great honour to win the um, James Halliday Wine Companion 2020 Winemaker of the Year Award and also the Dinah Madeline 2017 picked up the best Cabernet Sauvignon blend at the same time. So it was a real uh, step forwards for um, Cullens in that, you know, we as a biodynamic producer um, are now certified a biodynamic carbon negative and naturally powered, um, received a mainstream award. Um, as you said, Barry, yeah, definitely. It's um, a bit of a shift in um, not just getting the environmental awards but also getting mainstream awards um, that uh, people acknowledge on... um on, on a larger scale. So the difference between biodynamic and organic, we were originally minimal chemical input when we started with mum and with dad and then we went to organic um, in um, at the end of the 90s with mum and we became a certified organic vineyard in 2003 and in the end of that year we went to a biodynamic uh, conference and became um uh, you know, try, did some trials with our Chardonnay, and um, that was very successful. So we turned over to biodynamics in 2004. Now, what is the difference between organic and biodynamic? That's really the question that we get asked most. Um, in fact, our um, self-guided biodynamic organic uh, garden spiral tour um, demonstrates that. If ever anyone wants to come and visit us, it's out there for as a self-guided tour. But essentially, it's the um, use of the preparations 500 and 501. Uh, Rudolf Steiner um, is the founder of Biodynamics and he created a system of agriculture that revolves around the use of the plant preparations and the planets. So with organics, you've got, um, you know, you don't use chemicals. Um, You have, I see it as you see things in isolation. It's a very linear sort of way of looking at farming, which is good. And then with biodynamics, it's a step up. So if you're biodynamic, you're certified organic as well. But if you're organic, you're not necessarily biodynamic because it's um, organics supercharged if you like with the preparations so 500 preparation is uh, and 501 are the two that give us our certification over organic and 500 is cow manure um, put into a cow horn and buried under the ground over winter what comes out is a very alive microbiological substance so a teaspoon will have billions of microflora that's dynamized in water and put onto the ground on moon opposite saturn which is a planetary aspect, very favourable, at a rate of 85 grams per hectare onto the ground. So that is the basis of biodynamics in a sense because it is about um, microbiological life in the soil. That is the regeneration that you're talking about because chemicals obviously kill all those microflora. And a, a lovely sort of analogy is, you know, probiotics in your stomach. If you have a, you know, a healthy stomach um, with your 
all the bacteria and microflora, you have a healthy mind. It's sort of the two are linked, and it's the same in the vineyard. So you have those um, that 500 preparation, and then you have the 501, which is ground down caught silica, which is put into the cow horn and buried under the ground as we take the um, 500 out, um, and that's put on it taken out on the winter solstice it goes over the summer season um, bringing in the influence of light and heat as does the um, 500 uh, brings in the influence of um, earth and water so you have those four elements working together in those two preparations the 501 goes on at a rate at two grams per hectare in the morning after moon opposite satin um, sprays an atmospheric spray and that brings health to the vines uh, in terms of the quartz crystals just um, makes uh, brings light. The other preparations, um, 502 to 508, um, as described by Ru- Rudolf Steiner, are the oak bark, dandelion, valerian, chamomile, yarrow, um, and they um, nettle is another one, and they have different properties. Um, we use them for, we put them into our composts. Uh, we grow them all on the property now here ourselves. So, and they have different properties in terms of what they contribute. With our compost, we use all those five, um, the preparations apart from 508. And then we make various other, um, you know, cow pat pit or barrel compost, it's called. So essentially, it, the, the microbiological life is what, what gives us the, the intelligence in the soil. We look at it as being the internet highway under the ground where all the plants communicate and talk to each other and um, that takes um, creates a healthy soil and uh, the Wadandi people who are also like to always acknowledge the local indigenous used to talk about how the soils were before white people were soft and had a connection from earth to sky and I'd like to think with the biodynamic soils with the opening and the softening and the health of the soils you have that enlivening of that you know 40,000 50,000 year culture sort of being there as well and being acknowledged so you have these beautiful fluffy open soils um, from the 500 preparations from the bacteria and then you have the um the compost that we put on that we make ourselves um and then we have you know preparations of you know um sulfur sulfur which we're allowed to use um seaweed we use um a little bit of different mineral mineral elements obviously the 501 and the barrel compost and that's really what we do but the, the principle around um biodynamics is the microbiological life and emulating almost an old growth forest and that gives us these vines which are growing in this very healthy soil that create a balanced um, fruit so the the brain of the plant is in the roots of the plant and the the fruit is is the outcome of that so we harvest our fruit uh, we don't do anything I mean it's very unusual people say they add uh, you know they don't add this and they don't add that but we don't add anything because we have this wonderful balance in the vineyard um, that comes from these healthier live soils I'm talking to Vanya Cullen from Cullen's Wines. Vanya, how do you decide when to harvest your crop? There was a lady called Maria Thun who did a German horticulture um, research over 30 years who looked at the influence of the constellations on plant growth and she found that the plants actually have different uh, responses on different aspects. So we harvest on the fruit and flower days, um, which are the fire and air signs. So that's how we really do a whole calendar around the vineyard and the wineries around the moon is the most important planet. So we had the planets and the herbs, which defines um, biodynamics over organic. And it's a very beautiful way to connect to, to nature and to create land, which is uh, going forward to be looked after um, for future generations.
Well, it's a fantastic explanation, Vanya. And I guess when you start talking about solar influences, historically it's tend to be dismissed by the reductionist science that we've been guided for by for the last, uh, well, I guess since von Liebig discovered plants take up soluble nutrients. And uh, it's an exciting time in history where, and I think the internet's part of that, it's uh, allowing this exchange of ideas and uh, and uh, and the old media, the things that were talked about in the old media were the things that uh, the the businesses advertising products uh, <laughs> were supporting. So it's got us into that situation. In another life, I've been involved in organic agriculture myself for 30 years, and it's fantastic to see the growing awareness of organic. And, and I think the success that you've had uh, with the Winemaker of the Year Award might get people starting to think, well... If there's something in organic wines, maybe there's something in organic food and that's increasing scientific evidence of declining nutrient in what we currently call industrial agriculture. And out of that, an organisation's recently been formed called COBWA, Certified Organic Biodynamic WA. And uh, you spoke at the launch of that, which created quite a bit of excitement and uh, inspiration and I guess the situation is there's multiple certifiers. Anybody can call themselves organic, but to be certified organic, you've got to comply with the, the requirements of various certifiers. And there's multiple certifiers, but there hasn't been a, an industry representative body for certified organic and biodynamic producers, and that's why COBRA has been created. Would you like to make any comments about the place for such an organisation? So yeah, I think it, 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 it's great because it indicates that there's more people being organic, there's enough to have a you know, critical mass to create an association like that. I wouldn't want to put down all the other certifying associations because they're all doing their bit trying to make it work because there isn't any government funding to be able to support these things. So I think anything like this is really good. I guess uh, I'm involved in Cobware and the idea is it's, it's about bringing producers under the multiple certifications under one umbrella so we have some more critical mass to talk to government because all the time there's multiple certifiers there's sort of been no representative body to government. Nearly 20 years ago I recorded an interview with your mum Di. Uh, Do you want to pay credit to them and their, their pioneering of the wine industry in Western Australia? Yeah, I think it's always good to pay credit to your ancestors and where you come from. And mum and dad, you know, had a huge contribution to the West Australian Margaret River Williabrat wine industry. Um, they were people that gave endlessly to the world and um, they really didn't um, ask for anything back. And I think it's uh, I th- something that you don't see very often today. Remarkable people and um, I'm very lucky to have had parents like that. I just think also tracking back to organics is that um, there isn't a huge, particularly with the wine industry, um, there's never been a huge amount of support with respect to um, you know, organic or sustainable culture at all, Australia-wide. Um, there is, does seem to be a bit more interest now, particularly in Margaret River, and um, that's a great thing. And I think that's, you know, the Cobwa, you know, having its launch at Stormflower was um, appropriate in that context. But having said that, there's still a long way to go. I think um, people don't really want to discuss climate change. Um, and I think, you know, the organic and biodynamic and the carbon cycling that you can get when you don't use synthetic chemicals on the land is something that's a really positive way to 
balance um, the carbon emissions. It's only been a short time since we've been farming with chemicals. Um, and, you know, when we started talking about biodynamics, it was like, oh, cow horns, oh, the moon and all of that. But now there is a real genuine concern um, that uh, about about the planet so I think you know everything in organic and biodynamic takes a lot of energy and the Cobwa initiative is a, is a great one um, but I think it, it needs to be sustained and supported and I think from my experience it certainly um, isn't going to come from anywhere political so it has to come from the ground up and I think it's it's great and certainly people coming here love to know that they're in a chemical free, free environment um, but mostly they want to know that they're drinking quality wine so I think that's the great legacy to mum and dad is that you know mum always said quality not quantity and um, I think we've put the sustainability stamp right on that but originally when we went out promoting organics and biodynamics dynamics um, our wine sales dropped because people didn't want to know that they wanted to know they're drinking the best well they are drinking the best and it's it's also sustainable so that's how we've ended up with that and um, I've also got five uh, older brothers and sisters and nieces and nephews who are all very passionate about you know the brand and about the the winery and very emotional about what it means to them and the sustainability of biodynamics and organics is is a part of their world as well so I think you know you build more and more momentum more and more people and I think that's it is piece by piece and in that it is a sustainable growth. I'm sure you're right about the bottom up I think there's no chance of a, a top-down thing people at the top have got there that, and they like it the way it is so change has got to have to come from the bottom um, and I've uh, the organic thing's always been interesting uh, to me sort of it seems organic sort of got a, the hippie connotation but essentially Organic agriculture is about building the soil organic matter and if you build the soil organic matter and look after the biology to a fair degree things look after themselves and uh, of course soil organic matter is carbon so as you build the carbon in the soil you're taking carbon out of the atmosphere and that's exactly what's required for mitigate climate change. You said it so well, Barry. Yeah, that's right. And certainly with our carbon negative status, our certified carbon negative status, that's what's what has happened. And um, we've had Anthony Quinlan do... Uh, analysis on our soils um, over the past six years with our vineyard manager Matt Dermody and um, you know they've shown in the past six years because that's when we started analysing it may of course happen before that I don't know um, is that you know we're we're sequestering more carbon in our soils than our whole business is emitting and you know because we'd always wondered you know with a a carbon neutral they always said that the, the the vineyard was carbon neutral, but you know, with the amount of um, incredible life in our soil and the cover crops, um, we've always felt that there's been a little bit more. So those results um, actually showed that there was um, th- that it actually happened, which we were really thrilled about last year and uh, in finding that out. In fact, we didn't believe it. It was such an amazing statistic. So yeah, I think it's um, it proves that it's a very positive step for the future as to whether people want to take that on board and you know plant more trees and get more carbon cycling and stop using um, synthetic chemicals why would you want to use chemicals that kill things I, um, I don't you no one does so um, I think it's it's very positive to see that result and to see you know with um, groups like Cobweb being formed that there is this momentum happening with the organic and biodynamic and you know um, and the court cases with Monsanto in America certainly um, are showing that there is a 
uh, an acknowledgement of the dangers of those chemicals and um, also the other great side of that is that you know how you can uh, connect to nature and have this wonderful um, ecosystem and food web um, and the, we're having the carbon growing and cycling and um, as you say balancing out the the carbon emissions um, of our human culture. And the other aspect of building soil carbon, of course, is that it vastly increases the water holding capacity of the soil, which uh, reduces the tendency to flood and, and uh, makes it shorter between droughts and, uh, and you don't have to use any irrigation here or you're not using any irrigation, so that must uh, intensify the flavours. Yeah, I think that's been another outcome is that, yeah, the water holding capacity of the soils has gone up remarkably and um, certainly helps us in vintages like this where we've got, you know, very dry season. Um, so, yeah, and I think uh, given that, you know, there's a lot of um, water shortages, I think that's another great way to, to look at it is that, you know, if you plant um, trees or grasses, you know, you get uh, more water held, which attracts more water and photosynthesis, so, and so it goes on. So whereas if you're putting concrete down, uh, that all stops. So I think uh, there's a whole lot of solutions that could happen all at once with um, these these ways of uh, growing growing as we used to. Mm. So the term regenerative has been adopted and I guess at this stage anybody can call themselves a regenerative farmer but I sort of see regenerative farming as a way perhaps for people to go from conventional towards organic with that the hippie connotations of the term organic but uh, I think that the term regenerative is really positive and I like to see, think that uh, Western Tourist Radio and Radio WA is a form of regenerative radio. We're telling stories that you probably won't hear on the mainstream commercial media, which is paid for by the company selling the products that are causing the problem. Yeah, and good on you, Barry. I think regenerative is a great word, and uh, uh, it's nice to have a different word to sustainable uh, because it really creates, it's almost like a circular word, isn't it, that creates um, yeah, things being in place and regenerating and growing back, so that's great. And of course the opposite of regenerative agriculture and regenerative media is degenerative media. So we'll uh, leave it at that perhaps. Yeah, I'll leave you to have the last word. Well, it's been terrific talking to you, Vanya. Thanks for taking the time. And I congratulate you on being the winemaker of the year for 2020 from James Halliday. No better reference than that. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure to be part of the program. I've been talking to Vanya Cullen from Cullen's Wines at Willyabra near Margaret River on Conversations on Radio WA as we tell the stories of people and places in Western Australia. To listen to this conversation online and other conversations with innovative West Australians, go to touristradio.com.au forward slash conversations.